There's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. That it's not contagious. It's hereditary. That it can be unbearable. That you could have the gene that passes it on to your children. But not even know it. And that there's a simple test so you can know it. Let's face it. There's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. And that's a disease too. Call the 211 info line to learn more. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standiford, Charlie Bell, and Dino Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Yabba dabba dooza babba. <laughs> Bootsy in the house. <laughs> and uh, today, there is no Charlie Bell, but we have sitting in for her the very capable, very talented Sherazar. Hey. Hey, what's up, girl? What's going on? You know what? I forgot to, last time I spent so much time teasing you about your real name, <laughs> I forgot to ask you, there's another thing I want to ask you about uh, with your little Facebook moniker. What's the random ass part? What's that about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I post random ass shit. Okay. And it came from... People saying I was random just as I would put <laughs> shit on there that was random and they probably had no idea what I was talking about, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. And so I have I put I had it as random ass and people were saying oh yeah yeah fits so but it was supposed <laughs> to be just uh, uh, it was temporary. Right. So but when I took stuck. it off. They were like, what happened to the random ass? <laughs> you still oh, random? Yeah. <laughs> so by, by popular demand, I put it back and now it's permanent. Ah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I might trademark it or something. <laughs> <laughs> now it's no longer random. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, maybe we just call her random ass. <laughs> People do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> hey, ran- there's random ass. Yeah. Random do. ass. <laughs> her ass is just random. <laughs> Wait, was that an ass that went by? It's her random ass. <laughs> it's not a regular ass. It's just some random ass. Just <laughs> if I close my eyes and concentrate, a random ass will appear. <laughs> oh, there she is. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, cool. Man, well, remember last last week I started off talking about dancing with the stars and Lolo Jones trifling ass and all mm-hmm. that. 
Well, that was that was short lived comeback. I, the the Dancing with the Stars uh, reunion for Dino is over. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, my wife put a kibosh to it. Oh, what happened? Well, she got too fussy in particular, and I just you know it's it's a show I really don't like anyway, uh-huh. and I was basically watching it just for Alfonso Ribeiro. Mm-hmm. So there's I'm not super invested in it, right? right first of all, right. So. Um, I, I come in one day and she's she's watching it and I'm mm-hmm. like, is that the result show or the show show? She's mm-hmm. like, no, that's the show. I'm like, I thought we were watching it together this season. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I could I could stop it. I could I could stop it. I you know. And then I'm like, well, I mean, it's up to you. I thought we were gonna watch. It. You know, she's like, well, it's just see the thing is. She's like a DVR hog, mm-hmm. like big time. Oh, okay. she, she has her own DVR, uh-huh. and it's always at capacity. All right, right. Like everybody in the house, just like a closet. Everybody mm-hmm. in the house has their own closet, mm-hmm. but somehow mine is the one everybody like infringes <laughs> on. <laughs> they use all of theirs, and then they start using some of mine since I'm not using all of mine. Right, right. It's the same thing with the DVR. Oh, okay. She uses all hers, and then she's all, all the time trying to... And then she... she She'll record stuff. She's supposed to only record stuff that we're going to watch together. On on, on your DVR. On my DVR. Right, right. But there's things that she know good and damn well that I'm not <laughs> watching or haven't watched or we've seen already. Well, you're not going to watch America's Top Model? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the latest thing that was on there. Hey, hey. You know. Hey. <laughs> so anyway, she's like, well, we can put it on your DVR if you want because, you know, it takes up, it's, it takes up four hours. Of my, I'm like, it doesn't take up. It's two hours. She's like, well... Well, the results show, too. I'm like, well, don't record the results show. You know, and she's like, well, well, or we just have to watch it as soon as it as soon as it comes out on Tuesday. And, you know, my thing is the whole point of having a DVR is I can watch stuff when I want to. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't want to be tied down to this show, having to watch it every Tuesday when there's something else I'd rather be watching mm-hmm. or whatever. And all that. I'm like, you know what? Okay, never mind. It's it's over. Just go ahead and watch. And then she's all trying to undo. Like, what are you mad? I'm like, no, I'm not mad. But I, you, you're putting too many parameters on a show that I'm not that invested in. So mm-hmm. to me, it's no longer worth it. So, so, you, so I'm you, over it. So you've you've broken up with uh, 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 <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, is what you're telling us. Yeah, kind of. I'm uh, basically. I'll probably just you know follow what Alfonso's doing, you know, mm-hmm. here and there, maybe just catch his, his performances on YouTube and mm-hmm. find out what kind of scores he's getting. Cause that's really all I care about anyway. Mm-hmm. Is it even fair that he's on there? I mean, people With say his that, background? But, but there's, but he there, has, like there, professional there. dancing background, right? No, he's not. Prof- I don't well, know. Yeah, yeah he was. Deal. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was so. the, uh, he was a tap dance kid when he was, so uh, it's not- well, he's not the only one though. I mean, there's been plenty of people like that. So yeah. if they can do it, then, then he can do it too. So, yeah. Yeah, Christy Christy Yamaguchi. Yamaguchi uh, she was a she's a figure skater, and oh. Um, and uh, oh god, who? Oh, uh, they had like a, a Backstreet Boy. Leah Thompson's on there now, and she has a, a ballet background, and she's 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 winning. Mm-hmm. She's beating him. Mm-hmm. So are they are they the top two? Um, actually, he fell to the middle of the pack last week. Oh really? But yeah, he didn't have a really bad night. He just had a you know not. A stellar night, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he'll be back up in the top probably after this this next episode. I've he, seen like one episode, and I'm just glad that Tavis is gone. Uh, Tav- <laughs> oh, Tavis got kicked off the, the second episode. I, I think so. I've only seen one episode, and that was with 
I don't know what day it was. Whatever day it was, he's gone. <laughs> that wow. was his day. And that was the only episode I saw. And yeah. it was uncomfortable. Wow. Because <laughs> he wasn't doing that when I saw it. You know, I won't, like I said, I've only seen it like an episode and a half. And he wasn't doing that badly. There were, you know, obviously Lolo Jones was like the, the worst. The, yeah, the worst of the worst. And uh, then you had, um, there's this old chick who's a, um, She's like seventy something years old, but home chick does cartwheels and stuff. Wow! Yeah, and she she's a celebrity. Yeah, she's a, a fashion designer. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, I don't I don't know who she is, and mm-hmm. her name's not recognizable. It's not like she's Donna Karen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like a race car driver who's uh, was pretty bad. And then, like I would say, I was like, all those people were like definitely seemed to be worse than uh, Tavis, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Hmm. Oh, Maybe it's oh, just well. me. Well, I'll say it's still a popularity. Well, contest. yeah, yeah, that that is yeah. a big part of it too, and you know, but you know, you said he got kicked off, so I guess you I weren't the so. only one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised that he got kicked off. I thought he'd make it at least to like week three or four. So I I, I remember uh, <laughs> I remember uh, Tavis oh, not Tavis Smiley uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. He was on a on a uh, I guess they had like celebrity singings instead of. So uh, it was a it was a reality show where celebrities sang, and uh, he won that one. Um, okay. If I, if I remember. Oh yeah, I think I remember which. Yeah, I remember which one you're talking about. Yeah, I, I forgot mm-hmm. the name of it, but he. I mean, you know, yeah, that was he. He came up in musical theater, so he. Uh, he he. Uh, he. I mean, I like they'll have people on there who understand uh, choreography. I mean, they had. I think Donny Osmond won one year, and then Marie Osmond won another year. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people who aren't necessarily ballroom dancers, but right. they are used to being choreographed. Right. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. And you know, and ice skaters and mm-hmm. different, you know, a lot of different uh, people who you know come from uh, you know strong backgrounds, whatever. Strong so. athletic backgrounds. Yeah. So, so uh, Anton Ono, I think, won one year. I don't know who that is. Maybe. He's he's a speed skater. Um, oh. Uh, during the Olympics, he yeah, yeah he he uh, the Winter Olympics he's a he's a straight speed skater and he uh, was uh, I I didn't see it but my mom watched it and it was, she said yeah he was very good hmm. and oh Layla Ali I remember one year uh, Layla Ali I I used to mm-hmm. <laughs> that one I used to check out on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I like watching the I like watching the the the, the progeny of the pretty one yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah Layla I don't even know Layla's fine Layla's fine yeah, yeah. Layla's fine. <laughs> Ali, 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 <laughs> Ali. I don't think I've ever watched any of the Dancing with the Stars all the way through. I don't know what what, what would it be like to be with a woman that you know could whoop your ass <laughs> like easily. That would that would be uh, I don't know. Hook that her would up be with Ray that, Rice. That would be. I would think I would have to hit it and quit it. I don't think I could have a relationship with Layla, Layla Ali. My manhood. Would, would, would you be able to hit it? Because you know you. you <laughs> Quit moving so quit move quit. She's bobbing and weaving and can't even hit it. She's floating like a butterfly and you can't sting like a bee. You know. Her personality, it seems like she would let you know all the time. You know I could whip your ass. You know I could whip your ass. Stop right. with me. Shut up, punk. Right. She just be treating like a little bitch. She was on. Um, Make me a sandwich, bitch. Chopped. <laughs> that show on, on Food Network called yeah. Chopped. She uh-huh. was on there. Okay. She was on there, just hella competitive. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Did she win? She got to the semifinals. Okay. And I don't think I've ever seen Chop with the stars. Cause, well, Chop is not a big... When it comes to the Food Network um, 
shows. I like the shows, and I like the channel, and I watch it a lot, and I watch it a lot with my with my daughter. But I'm not her. Her and my well, Danya likes some of everything, but my wife likes the competitions, mm-hmm. like especially like the cupcakes, cupcake wars, and that type of thing. I don't like the competitions. I like the other shows because mm-hmm. the my thing is I like learning stuff. Right. The competitions you don't learn anything, and then not only do you not learn anything, they set up these crazy parameters that have <laughs> nothing to do with real life, mm-hmm. so you don't even get a true winner. Right. It's like the best person who can make a meal under these outrageous, insane circumstances. Right. That's who wins, not the, necessarily the best chef or the I best like. cook. And I don't like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. That to me is like. What the fuck? Nobody's gonna have to do this in real life, you know. So I don't even understand the point We're of it. Putting but, you in the middle of the forest, yeah. You're gonna have to cook with grubs and yeah, herbs yeah, and shit. exactly. Yeah, it's, especially it's, with chopped, they're like, okay, you can right. have a roast. Then they will give you like a pig's ear <laughs> and some some kind of herb that you've never seen before. Yeah, yep. And what did they have? A secret week? ingredient and um, all this kind of stuff. Microwave, microwave cake in a can. I don't what? Know. Yeah. Was, <laughs> Do you have to cook it in an easy bake oven? It, it's, it's right, you know. And it was like, what is that? But to me, it's like intriguing. I was so I'm like, I want to see what they're gonna do with this stuff. Yeah. So I'm not into those as much, but I like I'll I'll rather watch something more like, um, you know, when Bobby Flay has one of his shows where he's like actually teaching you a recipe or showing you something, whatever. And then there's the ones that is just food porn that I like, mm-hmm. like. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh, I love that show. Like Triple all D. Day. I watch yeah, I watch day. that. And then they have like on the cooking channel, they have a few like Eat Street and uh, unique, unique sweets and unique eats and stuff like that. Those are man. There's this one on unique sweets. There's this dude like I think he's in New York. This chef where he has all these f- way out funky ice cream flavors. He actually has a cedar flavored ice cream. Cedar as in the wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What he does is and and you know everybody talks about how great it is. It mm-hmm. sounds crazy to me, but I try it. But he takes like wood chips, cedar wood chips, mm-hmm. kind of like how the wood chips you use for like um your barbecue grill and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Takes those and then he seeps the cream, the base of the ice cream. Mm-hmm. He steeps it in that. And that's where that's how it it gets oh, the, the smoky like that's how it gets the flavor yeah. because and then he strains it all the wood out of it right <clears throat> he makes the ice cream and then he takes an orange sherbet and um, freezes it with liquid nitrogen takes a hammer and breaks it and then he takes those chunks and and dumps it into the uh, the the cedar ice cream and lets it all you know set. And it's like some mad scientist shit. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I was listening to. <laughs> that sounds like a trap for Batman. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like crazy. Mr. Freeze sets that up. You I'm know? like, who thinks of some stuff like that? Liquid nitrogen and cedar <laughs> chips, and but it sounds good, and people rave over it, and the line is like always around the corner and stuff. Well, it sounds so. like it was originally intended to be a bio weapon. <laughs> Okay, still potentially be. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weapon yeah. of ice cream of mass destruction. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if you got to go. <laughs> what a way to go. What a way to go. <laughs> We've been ready. Forget ice cream. the Kool-Aid. the ice cream. Ice cream and Leila Ali. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> 
No, she's married to a football player. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think she would ha- have to be ma- yeah. married to some type A, hyper-masculine type dude. Man, I, I, man, I, <laughs> yeah, I just want to see what kind of athlete their babies will be. Yeah. Like, super baby. Really? Some serious super babies. Man. <laughs> like Dolly, the well, whatever his last name is. So what's what's been going on with oh, you guys? Curtis this week? Conway, uh, right. Damon. What's what's been up this week? What's oh man, I, I uh, I'm actually I, I was supposed to go to uh, uh, well tomorrow I'm supposed to go to Riverside. Uh, a friend of mine uh, uh, teaches uh, uh, at a community college at a community community <laughs> college uh, out in Riverside, and uh, she's uh, she's a former member of my uh, um, of my theater company. And uh, so we, uh, so she asked a bunch of us to come out there and um, speak to the class, perform for them, and then just kind of give them a, an insight into uh, what it's like to uh, to pursue uh, an acting career in, in uh, uh, and in entertainment. Oh, okay. And uh, it was cool. I was I was gonna carpool with a friend of mine. There was it was about four of us who were gonna go, and one by one they all dropped out. <laughs> And the, and the thing, you know, it's like, you know, I understand that, you know, thing, things happen. Mm-hmm. The thing that sucks is they all dropped out because they all got jobs. It was like, it's like, you know, they yeah. all got commercials. Yeah. So, so suddenly there's only one person left. The only person who didn't get a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one. And then there was one. It's like, I don't mind going. I'm just mad. I'm right. Just, I'm right. just upset. I'm not doing a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to go back to. Wow. So, yeah. Cool. But uh Cool for them sucks for you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I'm I'll I'll carry on. Um and uh so that, that's cool. I I've uh this, it'll be the second time I've done uh something for uh uh college age kids. Well, actually the third time. I've oh, done okay. something for college age kids. Uh second time in a in a classroom setting. Mhm. Uh, yeah, you were telling us about that other time. You, well, there, you, you hosted. Well, there was a stand-up thing, right? And then before that, uh, there was uh, I, I performed uh, uh, a monologue for a class, mm-hmm. and then well, we were supposed to. I was supposed to be part of a question and answer afterwards uh, for the for the kids, but I was oh, shit college age students, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I hate that. <laughs> but uh, I had young whippersnappers. <laughs> Well, when I was your age, I had hope too. <laughs> but now I've given up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, and you know, I can tell them that I see my friends, people I used to audition against on TV, winning an Academy Awards and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I make hot dogs. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, it, it's a cool thing. I, I, I enjoy. Well, I enjoy performing, but I, I definitely. Enjoy performing for uh, uh, young people and, and giving them some insight into what we do. Right. What about you, Shami? What you been up to since the last time you came and kicked it with the Shiznit show? Well, considering I have a lot more time on my hands these days. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. So, wow, um, wow. right. Uh, that happened. And uh, just basically trying to get stuff back together. Since, and I've uh, just been working out a lot more. Instead of sitting at home, I'm like, oh, might as well just work out and just taking care of stuff at home. Nothing big, nothing major. My life sucks. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really suck. Way to bury the lead. <laughs> <laughs> so, with, uh, so uh, did I get an invitation to this pity party? <laughs> uh, uh, pity party of one. Right. Table for one. Pity party. Table for one. Right. No, I'm not pitying. Mm. 
<sighs> she, she's a trooper. She's yeah, a trooper no, with her random ass. Uh, <laughs> random ass, random nah, ass. Uh, Nothing major to, you it, know. It, it, it'll pick up for you, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure of it. But, um, hey, guys, we we do have some guests this week. We're going to have um, Molly McIntyre and John Pennyman from the Pennyman Doctrine. They will be joining us via Skype right after uh, we come back from break. So we're going to take a little break and then see if we can get these people on the line and see what they're talking about. experience pop 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 culture from the dark side on the 730 show with me latona available on itunes stitcher spreaker tune in betamax and vhs yo what's up with your boy i'm just a man with a fork and a world full of soup no i don't need no damn medicine latone hart he may need medicine check me out on the 730 show podcast All right, and we're back. And, uh, yeah, so we're back, and we're back with John Pennyman and Molly McIntyre of the Pennyman Doctrine. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hello. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, now. (laughs) And uh, John and Molly are out of... um, Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. Yes, me, sir. Let me yep. let me start by introducing you to my crew here. We have my man Damon, Damon Stanifer. Hey, how you doing uh, out there in Cleveland? And hey, th- we're doing good. Very good. well. Good, good, good. And then we have um, my uh, my usual co-host uh, Charlie Bell is not here today, and we have sitting in for her uh, Sherazar. Hey guys, how you doing? Hello. Hey, good. How are you? Very, very good. I'm good. <clears throat> All right, so John and Molly, why don't you guys start off by introducing your show to my listeners, telling telling them what it's all about, where they can find it, plug any and everything that you need to plug, plug, plug Wait. it all. Excuse me. First of all, all of your co-hosts look like you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's by design. His evil plan has uh, come to fruition. I, <laughs> I noticed that. I thought I'd point it out. Okay. A very handsome, a very handsome bunch, I must say. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I, I don't know if. Should, yeah. <laughs> well, I have I have one camera, and the way that this room is, it's a, a decent sized room, the way and the way everyone's up. set up, there you can't you can't see everybody. So, I gotcha. Yeah. The way so the way your account is set up, you know, <laughs> with the one camera can't show everybody, so you might as well show you. No, 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 no. We're we're all in one studio. We're not all over the United States like these other shows. Yeah. We're we're all right here together. So Like we would all have to jump in behind them like, Hey, we're, we're all right. Right, exactly. <laughs> here, since you must 
You guys are so. Oh. Okay. Hi. Okay. Hey. Hello. Oh, they're really blurry. I'm on drugs. Yeah. Oh, so are we. So we got say, something in common. I was gonna say they're not blurry. That's just you. You're high. I know. Yeah, Molly, Molly is Molly okay. has got vertigo going on right now, <laughs> or something. Uh, well, anyway, the Pennyman Doctrine podcast is a topical show. Uh, mainly about news and current events with a little bit of politics. And uh, from, from, a, from my point of view, which is part of the millennial generation. So it's a show for millennials by one where even though you may not be a millennial, you can still listen to the show because uh, when it's all said and done, we are all in this thing together. And it just so happens that my generation uh, is about to be taken over here in the next 10, 15, 20 years or so. Oh, thanks for the reminder. And uh, there's some, there's some things. Yeah, right. There's some things that. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. Sorry about that. I mean, I mean, if you, if you feel, if you really feel that, that, that way, you know, I definitely understand. And that's the, the purpose of my show is to let my generation know that paying attention to what's going on around you is, is really important. Yep. We go ahead. We do the show on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, sometimes we have a bonus show, which we call the point five show that we do. Sometimes uh, we haven't done that in a while, but we got one coming up this week. Yep. Um, you know, you can ch- check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, tune in radio, Podomatic. Uh, what else is there? Check out the blog. Check out the blog. <laughs> Check uh, Podomatic.com slash The Pennyman Doctrine. We're on social media with Facebook. Uh, you can find us by searching The Pennyman Doctrine. And uh, we're on Twitter. I'm TPD Podcast. And I am Molly of TPD. Why are you making it sound like we're doing the intro of the show? Because that's what I feel like we're doing. And uh, <laughs> what else we got? Oh, you can email us. The Pennyman Doctrine at gmail.com. Send us feedback and all that good stuff like that. So oh, yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's our show in a nutshell. Oh, man. Yeah. Molly, Molly's hilarious. Fact. I love it. I love it. <laughs> they have this little freaking frack thing that they kind of do while they're doing their show. Kind of like, well, it's not really an act because they do it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a visitor. Oh. No, it's, it's not a photo bomb. <laughs> Oh my god! Video bomb, web webcam bomb. Yeah, yeah. he's got he's got to show his face somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's gone. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay, all right, go, go, go. Yeah, so yes, yes. Right, so yep. John and Molly, <laughs> they go. were uh, a part of this uh, roundtable that um, podcast that we did last night, which uh, I think turned out to be very good. I consider it a great success. And oh yeah! So if you guys look for that, because it's actually finished and it will probably publish sometime today. Well, by the time you guys listen to this show, this will that that show will have already been published. So go wait, ahead. that that was a show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he. I'm not kidding. What, what did she think it was? What do you think it was, Molly? Wait, you know this? I I didn't know this. That was a that was a show. I yeah. would have talked. I kept leaving because I had to cook. Are you kidding? I missed out. <laughs> oh, so and then you- my internet connection got stupid, and my last little conversation point that I was trying to make got cut off. Right, King yeah. of narcissism would have been way more narcissistic had he known. I was wondering why John wasn't you know as overly uh, 
verbose as normal. Zealous. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty verbose. Yeah, you were, but you not, did, uh, you, you know. <laughs> you shine every moment possible, but you would have been much more, you would have been much shinier. And then, no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have changed anything. But I, Yeah, no, it was, it was a great show, except the, uh, we didn't, I, well, at least I noticed the absence of Molly. And now I understand that Molly only would have uh, given us her attention had she known she would have been on no, air. No, so that, no, no. So no, just actually, just us, I, she I was, well, she didn't find us worthy enough to, for, of her time. But now that she finds out that she was on air, she feels regretful that she missed out getting her voice out there. I just want to know what she cooked. So. Okay. <laughs> no, my. I was telling Lavinia, she was uh, the other host of the the group last night, Mm -hmm. but I was telling her that um, I kind of, when there's like that many people, I I have a hard time jumping in and talking because I have this thing about not being able to cut people off. And John actually gets really upset with me because even if you notice on the interview that we had with you um, like a month or whatever, two months ago, like when there's people talking, I'm not good at like jumping in and like saying my point or asking a question. Right. And it ends up that John gets really mad at me because, like, he'll put it on mute and be like, say something, talk. And I just, I don't, like, I, I don't. Well, we have I, ways of making you if, talk. If it were up to me, I would raise my hand. Right. Well, but we, it's a podcast. You can't really raise your hand. Well, like, right now we can. But I don't want to say anything right now. Well, I mean, I, 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 I get that. And, you know, in a lot of circumstances, I could kind of get that. But. Actually, last night, I mean, people were really good about leaving, like, a, you know, comfortable. Pause. As a matter of fact, all the editing I did was just editing out pauses that people left after they finished speaking. So there was, yeah, it was, you know, a lot of room and a lot of. Uh, it was very easy to get in and to make your point last night, which you know, considering it was you know nine, ten, eleven podcasters all on one show that's that's saying something but everybody was pretty courteous i thought and and very respectful and i thought it was i thought it was great well well, molly is is there anything that you wanted to say yesterday that you uh want to say right now well it wouldn't make sense now oh it wouldn't no we had topics (laughs) okay so i mean yeah i mean there was there was one question but i again if if next time we have our round table i guess i'll get into it but the one about it does is podcasting like a life-changing kind of thing for you yeah i was there listening to that one and then sir john went on his (laughs) his rampage up until our internet broke not in a good way in a bad way right but yeah i was cooking i didn't i was like trying to listen but my son was hungry and people Mm. frown upon like not feeding your kid so (laughs) i figured it was the right thing to do right he he deserved it he was really well behaved this week so he earned his dinner oh that was nice of you to to feed your kid i know (laughs) i thought so i might try that one day so you guys are i say let him eat cake (laughs) (laughs) that is great let's just eat chocolate cake so you guys are both uh, yeah, originally, yes. originally from Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. Molly's from Akron. Akron. Yes. Oh, she's so she, she's bougie. Akron, born and raised. Yeah, she's from LeBron. She's town. from the. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't say Akron is bougie. Cleveland, Cleveland. Akron is like a a mini Cleveland. Okay. So I'm the bougie one, technically. Oh, okay. Um, but, very much agreed. Akron is <laughs> like the wannabe Cleveland. The, the, what's that? Akron is like the wannabe Cleveland. Yes, ex- exactly. <laughs> um, but the funny part about it is, is 
Molly technically is the bougie one, right? Because she was she was adopted into a very wealthy family, mm-hmm. uh, so wealthy in fact that she uh, they own Akron. knows LeBron James <laughs> and that whole crew. That had nothing to do. Oh, I guess it it did. does. Oh well, whatever. So yeah, she's she's uh she's she's Akron famous. But let's follow that up with uh. I broke off on my own. I couldn't handle that lifestyle, <laughs> as weird as it sounds. So you rebelled. I chose I chose the real world instead of the cookie cutter. And, that, and that's why you went and got you a world. got you a hood nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? I'm I said not you, even hood. I said you rebelled and got a hood nigga. <laughs> oh my gosh, Molly's so lost right now. Like, I just, what happened? I don't, I don't know. What, what do you mean? I don't know. It's, it's, it's a joke, Molly. Because oh. like one, he's not hood, and you know, no. never mind. <laughs> I am black though. It's so. funny, right? Right. Into you know, to some white people, we're all hood, you know. So, but anyway, never mind. Once you have to explain the joke. I get that. He's black and he's doing the locking of the dreads. (laughs) (laughs) When you you speak with him, he's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. But he speaks so well. Right, right. I get that all the time. Especially when I was working retail. I'll get told... I would get told either I speak so well or I have a radio voice. And it's and, and mm-hmm. for the people that would say I would have a radio voice, then I would clue them in, hey, check out the show, this, that, and the third or whatever. Right. But for the you know, that you speak very well, I'm like, thanks. <laughs> when that. I when I met you, I was very impressed with your um linguistic skills. My articulation. My, your articulation, <laughs> especially when you say community. Oh my god! <laughs> he can't say that word at all. I yeah. can say it when I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, Molly. You don't you don't miss a chance to bring that up. <laughs> no, I don't. Just say it. Community. Community. All right. If I was on a roll, I would say community. <laughs> but. When I'm forced to think about it, I say it correctly. Yeah. So, yes, back up off me a little bit. <laughs> All right. So Okay. So tell tell us John, what um I already know the answer to this, but you know, for for these people who are just uh being introduced to you, what uh what got you into podcasting? Um well, what got me into podcasting was while I was in the Marine Corps, Back in the mid 2000s, uh, I got quickly disenfranchised with what I was doing, what people were there for, things like that. And me and a friend of mine who we were uh, we would do a lot of music stuff together because my first uh, taste of recording and things like that was uh, in music. So me and him, we, you know, we, we tried to do mixtapes together and stuff like that. And we were very conscious and we would always get into deep conversations and those deep conversations. Would lead- <gasps> Uh-oh. Did you just <laughs> playing around? Wow. <laughs> we just uh, accidentally dropped the call. Gotta Everybody got to get them back. Hi. Hi. Sorry about that. <laughs> nice to see you. Yeah. Hey. Long time. No talk. No. I don't know. That was that was my fault. 
We were just in a major yeah. earthquake. Uh, <laughs> I hit the keyboard, and I don't know why the keyboard uh, shut everything down, but it did. I was trying to get Molly to look up because Molly was looking down, and I was doing like this for like, look up, Molly. Look oh, up. And, oh, uh, you see, if we had video on our show, you would see <laughs> while I'm talking and I'm looking at Molly like this, like get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> around the corner eating dinner right now thinking oh, I'm ignoring her. She's in Tremont. Oh, she's in Tremont. Yeah, so I didn't want her to think I was ignoring her because God oh, forbid. God forbid. I... You, her sister, Lord. Is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spit on the computer too. That, that, uh... this, yeah, anyway, this, so... this, this right here is the so... best part of their show. Like, oh. that's, yeah, that's for me anyway. Mm-hmm. That's the part I like the best. <laughs> this part. Then this so, is the part uh, John hates. Great, I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like my show. My show is uh, 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 informational tidbits of information with uh, me and Molly poking fun at each other in between. So in between you learning something, you're like, when are they gonna make fun of each other next? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the real description. Right, right. Forget about what you said earlier. What the description of your show is? That was the real description. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. John, John, and Molly uh, bickering. <laughs> But this students. is like how we are all the time. So it's funny that people think it's funny because this is like, yeah. this is real yeah, this life. This is what we do. Like I, <laughs> the, the, the Pennyman <laughs> Doctrine, it should be the Pennyman hijinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hijinks? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I'm sorry. You, uh, you were in the uh, in the middle of something got cut off. So um, Oh, no, no. Continue. But yeah, so our conversations would, would leak over into work. And, you know, the things that people would say and rebut, like, you, you could just tell, like, people just, especially in the military, they're just saying stuff because that's what they daddy say or that's what the, pres- the the commanding officer said or something like that. Right. And so we decided when we got out of the Marine Corps that we wanted to uh, blog together. So we started blogging. And then I, nobody was really reading the blog. I mean, because who reads nowadays, right? Right. And uh, Not me. so we tried to get into doing a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but we really didn't understand how it worked. So uh, when I moved back to California back in 2009-10 or whatever, I started getting into the theory of podcasting, and I, and I had it finally figured out. But since he lived in uh, da- uh, Dallas at the time, you know, the Skype wasn't as good as it, as it is now. You know, we didn't know how that was going to work out. So he ended up making a show by himself with a friend of his that is doing very well. And then once I finally got, you know, all my shit together and, and my ducks in a row and, and equipment and things like that, I started mine back in April 2012. And then that we had to take a I had to take a, a year hiatus. Oh, actually, no, it was a year and a half hiatus uh, because living in California, I mean, y'all live in L.A., living in California, if you don't have the financial wherewithal, your ass will be homeless real quick. So <laughs> I had to move. Yeah. I had to move like seven, seven, eight times in like eight, nine months. So it wasn't, I wasn't doing very well. And so I ended up moving back, back home. And uh, so then around after, well, I met Molly like last August. August 15th of 2013 is when we met at DUI camp because we both got drunk and drove cars and had to go to camp. Yeah. We had drinking problems. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I told her what you know I was planning on doing because we ended up you know hanging out and stuff like that all the time, and uh, she was like, "Well, you should just do it," and I'm like, "Well, I will." <laughs> so August seventh, 
<laughs> August 7, 2013 is when we relaunched. October 7th. Oct- oh, what did I say? August. I'm sorry. October 7th, 2013 is when we uh, relaunched the Pennyman Doctrine. But Molly was always in the background because re- I didn't have the equipment set up for another person. And then I didn't think that my idea in theory was going to work. But then I said, fuck it one day because uh, everybody would complain and email, uh, email me saying, Whoever that girl is in the background, have her get on the microphone. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I think that we should do that because, like, even though what I'm doing, what I'm saying, for the most part, people can deal, uh, can vibe with and, and, and can, and can uh, get on for the most part. I mean, I am pretty controversial at times. But the chemistry that me and Molly have would have been great to be on the show. So one day I just gave her a call and I said, hey, I'm in – North Ulm said right now, I'm at Guitar Center. I'm getting a microphone, so be ready to be on the show. Yeah. And Murder, She Wrote after that. And I recorded that night. That was episode 37. Okay. Eight. I don't know. One of those. Right after your birthday, because I talked about how drunk you were. I, I can't. Um, yeah. So that DUI camp did, uh, did a <laughs> yeah, That worked gonna, really well. I was going to ask, there's a DUI camp? There's a camp for... Well... It's not actually camp. It's like instead of you going like Snoopy to there? jail. Mm-hmm. Oh, the class, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Like, it's, 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 <laughs> I'm saying it's a camp. Like Snoopy there? For real. Like, Snoopy. Snoopy. Like camp. Well, we have, we have oh, camp, yeah. we have camp, camp Snoopy. Snoopy out no, here. I, I called it camping because I had fun. I decided going in, I was going to have fun and make new friends. And I did, actually. I mean, me and John hang out more than anyone else. We haven't seen anyone else, actually. But we met a lot of people there. I'm we su- did. I'm surprised that you guys have just met in uh, 2013. I would have guessed it was uh, a little bit longer than that. Yeah, your, your chemistry, no, yeah. your vibe. No, we just, like we just clicked straight up. I mean, right. at first she was being all timid and scared. And then once she realized that I wasn't a dick and wasn't gonna, you know, Kill bite her. her head off just if she wanted to. <laughs> he is a dick, though. Be, you know, <laughs> be my friend or whatever. Uh, we just clicked, and and one of the things about Molly is, you know, the thing that works well between us, and and especially considering that Molly is the demographic, the type of uh, demographic that I'm trying to reach, a millennial who cares but has no idea what's going on, right. and so. And even if you do have an idea what's going on, what's going on now you can hear like a fresh, you know, uncorporate uh, point of view from it. But the main thing about Molly is, and the reason why we click so well, is that she's super spiritual, like chakras, uh, points, and singing bowls, and <laughs> rocks, and you know, things like that. She's I a love hippie. And I'm and I'm super interested in that. It's just that I'm so wrapped up in in the physical realm. That you know, I I, I, really, I really don't get all that. So what I get from the physical realm, she pulls off of me, and then what uh, she gets from the spiritual realm, I pull out from her. So it's kind of like a balancing act, and it and we just clicked. Aren't you an atheist, John? Yes. Okay. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. I am. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it an. There's atheist. another word that you had. I, I'm, I'm technically agnostic. I'm technically, a, I'm techni- technically a pantheist atheist. Where I believe in something, but that something is so unfathomable that I have no idea what it is. So I'm not going to believe in what earthly people want everyone else to believe in, if that makes any sense. Right, right. I I got you. Yeah, I I basically 
I I don't know. I guess there's no title for me and what I do. I just do whatever hippie. I feel like, but hippie. I don't think there's. No, it's not. Is it a hippie? I mean, uh, yeah, you have hippie tendencies. I started bathing. I started bathing a lot more when I met John. Yeah, I used yeah. to hate taking showers. Yeah. <laughs> Take a damn shower. That's not a joke either. That's, yeah. So, so, wish it was. so Molly, why don't you open up some and um, quit being so reserved? You know. <laughs> right. Who me? Oh my gosh! You are the worst. You know what? <laughs> John, so before the next time, before the next time we Skype, you have to get Molly a big ass catcher's mitt so she can catch some of these jokes that I'm throwing over there. Something. <laughs> I'm so. I miss everything. Yes. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean my hair is nappy? Like, your hair is nappy. That's, it's a point blank kind of thing. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. And is your chair, like, at the lowest point possible? No, you can't see my double chin down oh, here. My She's, I was going to say, that, that looks intentional to me. That looks intentional. What, the chair thing? Yeah, that looks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, here I'll just fix it. Boom. There you go. <laughs> By design. Oh. She's no, hiding. Just do this. No, that looks uncomfortable. Oh, uh, this doesn't feel well at all. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. Oh. oh, all right. Oh God. So yeah, I mean, um, here I am. When I try to, exp- I'm not very good at explaining what Molly's talents are. I don't know. I, we we tried to have a show about how talented. <laughs> what Molly the fuck is. it is you do again? It's not, it's not like that. <laughs> Why the fuck are you on this show again? <laughs> what do you bring to the table, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's no not I'm it. talking about her her <laughs> spiritual talents. I got yeah. you. <laughs> Molly's the Molly's the the tarot card, and you know I I believe in that, but I don't like I, I hold it to a to a a certain you know arms arms reach or, or length or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was this one time uh, early on when when me and Molly were hanging out and getting You're to know each other and stuff. You're gonna explain this so I'm not wrong. gonna explain this so wrong. All right, here we go. And and then whatever I'm messing up, just yeah, I will. Oh, okay then. Um, so I'm at work and she's hit me up on Facebook Messenger and she's like, "Okay, so this might seem weird, but you know, I keep seeing this guy um, that I think you might know or something like that." Okay, you're shaking your head. What? Actually, do you want to just read it? Why don't you just explain the story? Then? Okay, I was like, "This is going to sound really, really weird," but I'm going to ask you anyway. And I said, "Do you know maybe a young man? He's." It's not fat. Make very, very clear, not fat. And he's Wait, either on, Hispanic Molly. and doesn't... Hang on. We missed something. Uh, your your connection kind of... Kind of... Uh, oh, it kind of messed up? Yeah. Are so, we okay now? We good now? You're okay now, but we missed, the, okay. we, okay. we missed that important detail. The important detail, which was... Oh, well, he kept... He, it, it was... He's okay. He was saying <laughs> he's husky, not fat. Making it very clear. It's so, like, it's so weird. Okay. It's not. Just Husky, not fat. And then I was something about that he was either Hispanic or had a Hispanic name, but really didn't live both lifestyles. Like, it was one or two. And then something about his dog. 
and he had a dog he was very close to, and then a secret between him and John, and then just a bunch of other random details. She's leaving out the fact that before <laughs> she got into those de- those details about the dog and the the Hispanic and stuff, she said that I may he she saw something military, like whether he was military before or I knew him from the military. So I'm sitting there trying to figure but out. But he didn't die with John in the military, but he did pass away. He, he did pass away. So I'm sitting there thinking like military military what is she talking about so i'm going through all my list of people that i knew from the military and then when she was saying that he was dead then i was going through the list of friends that i that uh that have died that i knew from the military so then she brings up the dog and the inside joke and i immediately knew who exactly who she was talking about so i had a friend of mine in the marine corps who uh was in iraq and we had this captain that we always hated. We hated this dude. He, he was a commanding officer when I was in uh, uh, my school training for the job that I had. And he was a dick then. And, he, and then when he came to the fleet, he was even more of a dick. And so he took his group on a convoy, but he got lost because his dumb ass didn't know how to read a map. <clears throat> and so they're, they're, they're going along this mountain. And it's, the road is getting thinner and thinner and thinner until uh, his name was Trejo. Uh, his truck fell off of the mountain. Oh, now, uh, there was a guy, uh, another guy from my company who was the machine gunner. He died instantly because the Humvee fell on top of him. Mm. But then because the Humvee was completely upside down and how it fell down the mountain, all the doors were uh, busted in. So they got stuck. And then the Humvee flooded, so he drowned. Mm. And so Molly was telling me that he was trying to get a hold of of me to let him know or to let me know that he's okay. He doesn't regret anything. You know, it's crazy how his wife treated him afterwards and things like, like all this stuff that like, it was impossible for Molly to know. Molly doesn't really didn't even know my military history or background up until that point. And so stuff like that. And and that's, it it wasn't just me. I've been in, in situations where Molly would come up to, you know, someone at a bar or something like that. And they would come back to our house and be like, okay, so uh, you were right at the bar. So continue. What was you saying? And so the uh, things that when Molly does stuff like that, like that's what intrigues me about her. And, 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 and I'm, makes me very appreciative that, you know, she's my best friend because she's got talents, man. Like that's crazy. And a lot of people don't believe any of that kind of stuff like that, but I kind of do. And the fact that I'm able to, again, be so wrapped up in the worldly stuff, I have my best friend who's able to ground me and balance me out because she's into all the spiritual stuff. And she's legit, like straight up legit. And he just spit on me. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> it's like random ass junior over here. Suffering, suffering. Saliva binds us all. <laughs> Wow, so Molly's psychic. What? So Molly's psychic is what you're saying. And she attracts saliva. Mm -hmm. My joke joke with her is, is have you guys ever seen um, Long Island Medium? No. I've heard of it. You've never seen that show? Mm Mm-mm. It's a reality show? Okay, so it's a horrible show. I like that show. I mean, okay, Molly likes the show. Even though I do think she's full of shit, but I like the show. (laughs) <laughs> she's she's this this woman from New Jersey. You guys cuss on your show? Yes. Oh, whew. 
this is lady from New Jersey. Her name is um, what's her name? Teresa Caputo. Teresa Caputo, and she has this this horrible Jersey accent, and she's you know a medium, and she goes around reading people and all this kind of stuff like that. So I joke with Molly, and I call her the Midwest medium. Not like funny. Her, my name is Molly McIntyre, <laughs> and I'm the Midwest medium. I can read you right now. I hate that. So I can much. read. You. Oh my gosh, I'm picking up something right now. Has your father died? I hate you. Did your father die? That is not it at all. That's how the show goes. No, it doesn't. That is exactly that's how, how the show goes. goes, but that's not how I go. Well, that's a joke, Molly. It's a joke. <sighs> You're not funny. <laughs> See, it's gonna be a comedian, and it's gonna be awful. And it's only gonna be funny because I'm gonna be standing up on stage, and I'm gonna be like, "Bad joke," and then people are gonna be like, "Oh, so funny," because it was a horrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, like right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, so, yeah. yeah. You guys anyway. are something else. But yeah, I came on the show though because John. There was one day actually I was over at the at his house, um, and I just kept seeing really, really, really weird things in my head, and I was I couldn't like I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't talk. Like I went to this room by myself, and I didn't talk to you for like four hours. <laughs> yeah, it was cool with me. I was on my phone. Yeah, whatever. And so then when I came out, I was just like, "This is going to sound really stupid, but like I'm completely overwhelmed because that's really after." Like, I hadn't been exposed to, like, the news or, like, TV in, like, four years. So being around John, I mean, you guys have heard a show. I go from living in my little spiritual world to crash course of John Pennyman, and I I just was on overload. So he basically told me that, you know, because of the way I see things, that I could be an asset and all that stuff. So I, I prefer to stay a little naive and ask the weird questions than overwhelm myself with all this sad shit. So that's my part. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it works. It works. So yeah. you, you guys are a good team. I definitely appreciate that. A good combination. Well, I mean, I guess we can kind of break it. I, I was going to break it in a couple of episodes, but since... Uh, I'm not working right now like a like a job job. Nope. My job basically right now what I want to do and this is what I wanted to say in the in the round table right before my internet cut off. But uh I'm tr- I'm trying to be on everybody's show and if anybody wanna come on mine, come on down. I'm trying to just do a whole podcast tour. Partially because I wanna, you know, let everybody let all the different people that I've met on the group and their audience know how well-rounded I actually am, even though that I don't kind of show that on the show as much as I would like to. Um, so you want to show yourself off? Not really show myself off. I care about all these people's shows that I've that I've I've heard. And since I'm not working right now, and a lot of people are looking for guests and things like that, psh, I'm down. I can talk about games. I can talk about movies. I can talk about TV shows. I can talk about entertainment. I can talk about sports. I can talk about whatever. So you know, I'm down for that. With that said, pretty soon, Molly and I are coming out with another show. Actually, another few shows. Oh, cool. Um, But uh, mainly, me, Molly, and uh, a good friend of mine who 
He's like my my art guy. He he's the guy who uh the, the guy that I have Richardson. Uh, that I have an ad for on in between uh the uh in, in the intro of the show and the, the main show. Uh he had a podcast himself and I loved his show. Then I'm actually gonna help him uh relaunch. But me, him and Molly and maybe anybody else, depending on uh how things work out, we're gonna have like a, a morning show type show. Where it's not going to be in the morning, but it's going to have that morning show vibe where it's about fun and, you know, uh, just just more well-versed. The Pennyman Doctrine, I do that for a reason. That, that, that's a, that show is set up the way it is for a reason. As abrasive as it is, as heady as it can get, as, as deep as it goes sometimes, I do that on purpose. There's a, there a whole method to my madness for that show. I love the word heady. But <laughs> I bet you do. That's what she said but, just now. Right. Exactly, right. <laughs> but a lot of people, a lot of people can't can't really can't really get on that vibe all the time. And, and that's not all that I'm about. You know, I am about a lot of other things. So we are going to have I don't know what it's going to the name of it is going to be yet or when it's going to be or how, how many times we're going to do it. But. We are coming up with with new shows. Cool, <clears throat> cool. We'll, we'll definitely have to have you back uh, once those are out of development, and have you, you know, tell us all about them, man. Oh yeah, yes. But uh, it's it's been good. It's been good talking with you guys again. As always, my favorite uh, my favorite people from Cleveland. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, and now we live uh, before we lived kind of in the suburbs or whatever, mm-hmm. but we recently moved to. Uh, I, I guess it's a suburb. Is it technically a suburb? I don't know. What You're it is, asking but, me. Uh, we live right outside <laughs> downtown Cleveland. Like we walk outside our door and we turn left and we're right by Jake. Uh, and we Progressive can see Field, the skyline. The queue. Like we can. We are right in the city. So if anybody comes down, we got the nightlife for y'all. We can go mm-hmm. see some games. We can go to the casino. <laughs> Rock and roll hall. And of no fame. drinking and driving. No drinking and driving. We, we will mm. ride bikes or we can walk because it's literally no. That you close. can you can get a DUI on a bike. Yeah, you can. Well, then, wow. All right. So that. Molly's not driving a bike because mm-hmm. I've seen her driving drunk one time with my car when she stole it. That's a joke. That was a real bad joke. That was real. <laughs> All right, you guys. You guys. Uh, before you guys take off, why don't you guys uh, tell everyone where they can find you again? Well, you know where you can find us. Check us out on the apps: iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Podomatic, TuneIn Radio. Uh, we got our websites, thepennymandoctrine.blogspot.com, podomatic.com slash thepennymandoctrine. Um, on social media, you can like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash thepennymandoctrine. And then we're on Twitter. I'm TPD Podcast. And I am Molly of TPD. And then we got the email, um, thepennymandoctrine at gmail.com. And all that's about to change soon, too, because I, I got some big moves coming on. So just... If you if you're interested, check it out. When we make some changes, we'll let everybody know. And and thanks for having us on. Yes, right. thank you very much. It was very fun. All right, guys. You guys take care. I'll see you guys around the BPU uh, forum. Oh, yes, of sir. course. And we're out. <laughs> yeah, the freaking frack. That's what I call them. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so. Uh, Damon, have you had a chance to check check um, check out your boy's new show? 
No, nah, man, I I, uh, I, uh, I was about to watch it, and then I was like, man, I, it, it was I, I was actually pretty overwhelmed. Um, like I said, you know, all my friends were like taking right, couldn't go because of the commercials and right, and uh, you know, I'm, I, I wanted to watch the show. And then I was like, man, I, I just, I just don't feel like it, man. I just, I gotta, I gotta take it when I'm feeling less, uh, less sorry for myself. Right, right. And, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Anthony Anderson is a friend of uh, Damon's, and we're talking about his new show, Blackish. You know what's funny is that the show, um, the title, I thought it meant Blackish, like black shit, like mm-hmm. ish, as in you know for shit. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it means Blackish, like noonish. Like black light. Oh, see, I, I thought it was a double entendre. I thought it meant both. Right. Yeah. No. It just means it means black, like. Yeah. You know, I mean, find that out li- watching the first episode. Mm-hmm. But I watched it and didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody wrote an article about it that really ripped it a new one that I kind of didn't. Really? Well, yeah. Well, what was it? What was on the article? <clears throat> well, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, well. You know what? To be fair, to be honest, they did raise you know some good points, but mm-hmm. um, did um, Shami? Did you uh, you, you checked it out, right? You yeah. saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you I think watched of it? It. Um, it was actually better than what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. It was it was good. I, I I'm gonna watch it again. <coughs> they raised some issues or subjects that were you know actually real in that type of family setting when you have um some some people who you don't know if they're black or not like <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross who plays the wife you know and the things that she says she has to deal with and then you have him and the, the issues that he has to deal with being a black person at his job yeah. well one thing about that speaking on that when the uh the the whole biracial thing that I didn't I didn't buy and I that didn't um definitely didn't ring true to me um <clears throat> is when uh so Tracy Ellis Ross's character is biracial, and uh, they were he was in bed and she was getting ready for bed, and he said something about her being biracial mm-hmm. and she's not really black anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. I don't really know any. I don't know any black people who who think that way. I do. Or I hear that all the time. Especially married to somebody, you know, is like. You you hear what all the time? Um, you're not really black. I've heard that all my life, <laughs> and I've heard I've heard that. I did, I kind of took it as that's the relationship they have that he can say that, and he doesn't really believe it. But at the same time, he's going to probably use it when they're having some type of debate or whatever. But I suppose I've, it could I've have been a joke, it. but it didn't feel like a joke. And so, well, if I've it was a joke, I would have been cool with it. But I wasn't. I didn't really wasn't sure that it was, was that, a joke. Was so. that the one where she follows it up by saying, "Well, uh, according to this ass. hair and my ass"? Yeah, somebody yeah. told that to my hair and my ass. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, and I felt like they, they that was the punchline to set her up for that, mm-hmm. and that's the whole reason why he said it. Mm-hmm. But I, it I just, think he said it because people have heard it. I've heard it. So I mean, and, and it wasn't being it was kind of being a joke, but then at the same time, I get what are you? you know, I, you know what I mean? Like I get those questions, and and it's like even from people from other races. If I tell them that I'm black, they're like, "What? Well, you're not black, black." Right? But do, do you hear that? <laughs> like, Did you hear that from black people? Yes, is what I'm saying. Black yes, people who they yes. they say that you're not black, black. Yes, you're not. But you're not really black. 
And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know? Right. So, I mean, um, yeah, that was... Is, it, it, it really didn't bother me because I've heard it before, but at the same time, it's still bullshit. I've, I've never heard that from a black person. Even a black person who didn't know I was black, they, I've never heard that from a black person. I've heard it from plenty outside, but I've never heard that well, you're not really black. Or I mean, I've heard you're not, you know, uh, dark enough or black enough. But I guess that's a, a version of the same thing, but not really, you know, you're not black, black, or you're not really black. I've not, I've not heard it, that. It's, it seems uh, uh, to me, and, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not doubting your experience at all. Uh, it's like, I'm, I'm used to people, uh, uh, I'm used to black people claiming everyone who seems to have like a, a, right. ne- a Negroid feature. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if, if they have, uh, if they, if they're like, you know, if their hair is slightly curly, uh, then mm-hmm. you know uh, we we try and claim yeah. everybody. Yeah, we try to claim Justin Timberlake. Um, I mean, it, yeah, we, we even have a bit on the show. No way, <laughs> <laughs> seriously though. Anybody who you know, yeah, if they have like curly hair and a little bit of soul, mm-hmm. you know, they sh- give niggas a minute. They'll be claiming Robin Thicke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> even though he don't have curly hair, but he got the soul and was married to a black chick. Oh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> He's a not black. black anymore. We're not claiming him anymore. <laughs> he's been divorced <laughs> but yeah so that 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 seems odd to me and you know and like like damon said i'm not you know here you know trying to uh i'm not gonna say that you know no, no, that, no, that right. you didn't experience it right that's just very odd to me because in my experience it's like he, like damon said that's my my experience that black people they claim anybody who who look like they want to be black you know what i'm saying yeah, but like i said i i've gotten even from black people, non-blacks, or whatever, mm-hmm. they they have to ask me what I am because they say, yeah, yeah, yes, you look black, but then again, sometimes you don't, and it's like they can't place me. Like you don't, to me, you it's don't like, have to place t- me. Tilt your head a little to the right, right? You know, should I go like this to see up my nostrils <laughs> yeah, or something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I get that, but to me, that's that's a separate that's sep- a separate issue. I mean, I don't not recognize not knowing. If you're black or not, or asking you what your ethnicity is, I don't, I don't really see how what's that, how well, that's, that's in the conversation of saying, you're of saying not black. no, it's not. If right. if, if you if don't, don't know, know if, if they don't know well, it, what you are, and they're asking, know. even people who do know, and they know, yeah, I'm like you know damn well, but they'll still say, but you're not really, you're not black, black, you're not. But well, you're not I think, even real black I, I think, or all black or you know what I'm not. You're not black enough, and it's like, what do you? I don't understand. Yeah, see now I think I'm starting to get a little clearer picture of what <laughs> what what you, what you're talking about in your experience. To me, it sounds like there's someone who's like not sure what your ethnicity ethnicity is, and they think you might be part black, but they're curious as to what the other part is, or if if it is black and what else you know. And then, and they're saying black black like well like what else like are you multiracial or multi ethnic or whatever? And they're asking about what what else. There is, and I don't think they're not saying that you're not black, black. I think they're saying that, well, you know, like, what are you mixed with? Well, I think is, that's, that's what it sounds like it. to me. That's one part of it. But the other part of people who've been knowing me for years. Okay. And they know me. They know my family. Mm-hmm. And they will still say that. And it could be, it could be jokingly, but at the same time, who knows if that's how they really feel about it. So, you you know what I'm saying? So that's why I said maybe it's a TV show or whatever, but him being 
her well, husband. Well, yeah, like it I could said, be a thing that they made it seem. Okay, let's make it seem like that. This is just what he says to her. Like I said, if if, okay if it was a joke, if if it was a joke, I don't have a problem with it. But the when when I saw it in real time the first time, I didn't. Well, not real time, but when I saw it the first time, it didn't strike me as a joke. And that's why it struck me as odd. But if it's a joke, I mean, hey, I'm the first one. Like, whatever. If it's a joke, you know, I don't, I don't count jokes because right. yeah, I hear that all the time. I mean, I mean, on this show and everywhere I go, my whole life, I mean, I get joked about being, you know, the, you know, white dude and this and that, whatever. So, I mean, I don't count jokes. Is that why you wanted to trade the white shadow last week? <laughs> Is that why I wanted to no, trade was- the white shadow? Because it sucks. <laughs> It was a sucky was ass show. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, the pain. The pain. Oh, the pain, man. Thorpe and Coolidge are turning over in their lives right now. No, but either way, I was just saying that it is said. You know what I mean? Like, it's not anything that they just pulled out their ass. It's stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but it I still, I, de- I debate that. I, I don't think it's very likely that a, a black man married to... um. A black woman who's biracial says that seriously. I don't think that that's. I mean, of course, any you can probably find anything's been said at some point in time or another, but enough that it would you know represent some truth or something that uh, some sort of commonality. Yeah. yeah, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I just gotta say from the commercial, I just I thought it was a setup for a joke. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the way I saw it. Yeah. And at the same time, considering the situation that he was in and what they were talking about and how it all came up, he could be looking at it like how you look or or your background. You're not going to experience the same thing that I am at work. But that's the like thing. Tra- Tracy Ellis Ross does not look uh, not black enough to to. She doesn't look like someone who can pass. Right. Exactly. She doesn't look like somebody who's going to be getting any kind of special treatment or anything. She looks black. Uh, who, who's <laughs> Do I look black? Yes, you look black. Okay, but guess but, what? I've experienced different... Working in certain workplaces, I've experienced where um, another ethnicity will feel like it's just okay to t- talk a certain way or make certain jokes around me about black people just because just because of how I... I, I know it's because of how I look. Because I've heard them say stuff like... Um, but you're not like them or you're not all, like I said, all the way black. So it's possible for her just because of her hair, even though it's curly or her skin tone and maybe even how she speaks. It might not, you know, be the way they feel like how black people should speak, that she's going to be treated differently and not experience the same thing that he does because of how he looks being a black man. So it could that that could be a way of why he said that. Just because of that, you know, the, the situation that he was in at work. I can see how that could come up. Yeah, and let's get, let's, well, his situation at work, that's some, that's some more bullshit. Yeah, I mean, that he was, was he was, <laughs> that was extreme. Well, I don't know if you mean it the same way I mean it. I mean, I mean, he was tripping. That's what I think. As far as? I, he was tripping. Like, Tracy, his raw, his, his wife, she, she called it. Like you mad because you got the job because you black. Oh, if yeah, you yeah, hadn't yeah. got the job, you would have been mad right. and said that you didn't get it because you black. Right, right. No, I agree. I'm like, who gives a fuck if they gave you the job because you're black? You earned it. It's your job. You making the money. Who gives a? What are you? Why are you tripping? Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, I mean, he has a right to feel a certain way about it because it was a whole urban thing. But to to act on it, that was he was tripping. I mean, if if you have if you home. if you if they bring black clients in there and they need something quote unquote urban, and they don't have the black guy working on it, what kind of sense does that make? Because then we'll be sitting they would be sit they'd be sitting around talking about just like um the James Brown movie. Mm-hmm. They were writing articles about there was no black people behind the scenes in the James Brown movie. Hmm. Well, like, then if you put higher black people in there, oh, they just got them because it's a, it's mm-hmm. a black movie. So right. they got them to the black people to write the black. It's no well, it's, situation. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. Enjoy the promotion <laughs> and, and spend the money. You know what I'm saying? What are you bitching about? Right. <laughs> Seriously. Like, man, dude, that's like, that's not even like a real problem. Yeah. Like, cry me a fucking river. <laughs> Woo woo woo! I've been trying to get promoted for seven years. Fuck you and your urban uh, vice presidency. I don't give a fuck, man. I ain't feeling sorry for you. <laughs> I, I, I remember. Uh, I remember uh, when I was at Paramount one time. This uh, there was a, a a guy who basically got a promotion um, because he was black, and uh, it was well known throughout the office because he got paid like six figures to sit in his office and do nothing. Wow. <laughs> and I was like. Uh, can someone insult me like that? Right, really. <laughs> I, I, I would just be like, okay, just bank all that money because when that gravy train ends. <laughs> well, not not only that. I mean, that you know, whether you're doing nothing, um, you know, whether you're there, uh, you know, event, you're in a you're in a position where you can affect. Uh, uh, you can basically uh, at least at least push projects that may be interesting to you. There's someone there who's going to listen. Mm-hmm. Even you know, just you're just in you're in the right place. You just need the right thing. Yeah. So even if even if some people you know maybe you're a joke to some people, or maybe you're just there for convenience sake, but you have an opportunity now. Right. And uh, so you know even you know so yeah you got to take advantage of it when is when is when uh, it presents itself. Yeah. Ultimately, the question I have is the show funny. Uh, not really. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the first episode. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to give it another chance mm-hmm. just because you know, Cause it, yeah, desperate it, to see some black people on TV. Yeah, but um, it wasn't that funny. Um, the person who wrote the article seemed like they had beef because it's a they were they're uh, billing it as the new Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a Cosby show vibe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really feel like a new Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Speaking of people passing. <laughs> <laughs> How'd but, they get that white daughter? Those two white daughters. How'd they get the two white daughters? But, yeah. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't real funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's a, it's an average sitcom. Judging from the first episode, you know, yeah, because yeah, so that's you know, you got sometimes, to go yeah, sometimes it takes them a minute to find mm-hmm. their stride, mm-hmm. you know, and they hit, you know, to, to hit that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to give them a little bit of a chance, but yeah, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. So they, they need an Urkel, uh, is what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they kind of might need to really figure out what what the show is about, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, sometimes it does take them, take a minute to figure that out. Yeah. Cause I kind of, it seems like it, it felt like it was kind of like, I don't know, kind of like it, cause it was like suburban black life mm-hmm. and, and kind of making fun of the whole, like not in touch with their roots kind of mm-hmm. thing, yeah. you know, what it seemed, that's kind of what it seemed like to me, mm-hmm. but I don't know. 
Well. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, to me, I, I would, uh, I, I like the idea of you know the the whole suburbia. Well, basically, that was a Cosby show. It's like Bill Cosby did the thing about, listen, we all have kids, we all have, we're we're parents, we have kids, we have jobs. These are the things that happens that happen to all of us, regardless right. of our race or religion or whatever. These are the these are the things that the ridiculous things our kids do that drive us up the wall. And that's, you know, that's what America loves. You know, you just, you, you find the commonality that we right. all share. And uh, you put that out there. And, uh, you know, you, you, and you get the Jeffersons. <laughs> <laughs> so. I saw, uh, I saw uh, the uh, premiere of Gotham. Did anyone uh, yes, see that? I, I did, did see that. that. What did yeah. you think of it? Uh, I thought it was pretty good for what it was. Um I had, I had, I was I'm confused by the whole Gotham premise mm-hmm. like a city of superheroes and villains before there were superheroes and villains leaves mm-hmm. you with a cop show. Yeah, basically that's what it is. Right. Um, so I'm like a cop show that really doesn't the only hook is that it's going to be infested like, with superheroes and villains at yeah, some point yeah. and a lot of it is ruined because you already know that the detective Gordon is going, going to, to be, be the commissioner yeah. and you know that the young boy Bruce Wayne is not going to get killed with his parents because he's going to grow up and be Batman. Right. So yeah, I wanted to like it, mm-hmm. but I, I really I think the whole point was to just give you a backstory first of how it got to the whole Batman. Well, you know what I mean? Like they're well, showing you the backstory. Of it's, it. it's the uh, Batman version of Smallville. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's uh <clears throat> my thing well, when I watched it was it was a typical there was nothing special about the uh about the show. Right. Um I mean, I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. Um but uh and and some of the, you know, you know the uh, you know the the penguin seems like an interesting guy, you know, his his ability to uh you know, they're showing him manipulating um, or his manipulative tendencies and how he, you know, he's going to work his way up to a to a kingpin of crime in, mm-hmm. in Gotham, and uh, and I guess the Fish Mooney character is new. Um, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out. Who she was. Yeah, she she doesn't exist. She did not exist. In yeah, the, I didn't think so. I was going to have. To, I was going to ask you and Deuce about that. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, the the you know the they always play around with the Batman myth anyway. Right. So it's it's uh, it's a fluid thing. And uh, I, I think one of the things I, I would find interesting is the, how how Bruce Wayne develops because uh, you know you see at the end of the of the first show he's like you know I'm glad he's alive because you know you know he wants to get him mm-hmm. and you know you see the early seeds been planted of him becoming Batman although right. he hasn't quite figured it out yet right and, uh, yeah I, I'm with you I I, I just kind of thought it was the average show um, I wasn't impressed I didn't hate it mm-hmm. but it's going to have to come up with something more quick, you know, pretty quick in order for me to stay with it. Because right now I'm like, kind of like, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. It's so. kind of like, um, once upon a time, it took me a while to get into once upon a time with the mm-hmm. other characters. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I, 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 I watched the yeah, show. You, yeah. You, you know, you get introduced to this character and that character and how they, uh, became the nursery rhyme or Disney character or whatever. <laughs> the fairy tale. The fairy right. tale characters <laughs> that we come to know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like you, just like you said about um, Blackish, I think it's 
something that has to develop and see how it goes. Right. Because, I mean, I liked it. I liked it more because I want to get to know. I don't know too much about the whole, uh, is it? Gotham? DC? DC. Oh, see, I don't know. I I know from watching movies and stuff. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, DC. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just get confused yeah. with which ones. But I'm not, like, I don't know the history. Like, I'm not going to be the one to say, that didn't happen that way, and this happened, and that was mm-hmm. wrong, and a comic book said this, and a movie did that, and that was, you know. Dear God, I wish I could say the same thing. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, I would, I would, I want to do that, so just so that this move, that the show is made, it's like, okay, this is my opportunity to kind of pull myself into that world. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch. I'm yeah. going to continue to watch. What 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 ruins shows like Gotham and Sleepy Hollow and and um, um, uh, shows that that appear to be gritty, but there's there's not really a lot there. It's still a it's still basically a, a cop show. Shows like The Wire and True Detective and stuff that you know really have a, a rich deep uh, rich deep characters that are complicated and. Who are, who are who are driven but have uh, uh, serious conflicts or serious um, serious uh, uh, flaws in their character? Uh, yet these are and and, uh, and don't necessarily don't necessarily get the good guys um, and the bad guys are somewhat complicated too and aren't necessarily evil. Right. And I think shows like that that are really really rich have ruined it for. You know, average television shows. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can, I can see why people would watch this, but right. you know, it doesn't do it for me. And then, too, also um, another thing I think they do is, is with the stories. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember back when we used to watch The Wire, we talked about how a lot of times they would get a lead or mm-hmm. a clue mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and it would be a dead end. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't see that on CSI yeah. or these other shows. Mm-hmm. You know, everything leads to something and moves the story along. And but, and you know, in real life, it's not like that. It's not that neat. It's yeah. not that you know. You don't have this little bow on it yeah. every time. And and that stuff is hard to write. Yeah. Know? So you know, it's it's not like I'm mad at the other shows. You know, because they got to crank out twenty three. Or so shows just you know right. I've been spoiled <laughs> like Deuce and I we we're talking about this on um, on uh, Hell on Wheels. Mm-hmm. There's the the common character or not common character, Commons character. Mm-hmm. You know he was attacked by a bear and then he was gone for. Um, we was let we 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 were led to believe he was left for dead, mm-hmm. and the Indians had grabbed him up and was healing him. Mm-hmm. And he was off recuperating for some months, and they brought him back. And two or three episodes after they brought him back, he really did die. Mm-hmm. He, he really did get killed. Mm-hmm. And Deuce was pissed off. Was mm-hmm. like, "What's what? What was the point of that? Why?" I was like, "I loved it. Yeah, it made you feel something. Yeah, it, it was great. I mean, it was like you know, you, you didn't see it coming. You thought he was dead before. You would think like, oh, well, if they brought him back.'" They wouldn't like you know make him go through all that just to kill him, but then they did kill him. Yeah, you know, and th- shit happens. That's how it worked. I mean, they didn't want to kill him; they had mm-hmm. to. His mind was all messed up, mm-hmm. you know, and it was crazy. 
and he was a danger to uh, himself, himself and others. others. <laughs> and he was and, on the fifty-one fifty show, right? <laughs> and so, dude, was like, well, I was like, I was like, that's great, man. It's real life. That's how it happens sometimes. I'm sorry, know? I meant the seven thirty show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I just know I'd be glad when. Walking Dead comes back, not just for me, but for my little girl, man, because she is <laughs> pissed off. She is tired of waiting. What was that, like October 12th? 12th. October yeah. 12th. She she thought it was coming back this Sunday. And last night, we watched, she's like, Walking Dead comes back tomorrow. I was like, no, baby, not tomorrow. We still got a couple of more weeks. It comes back on the 12th. She's like, oh, man. Oh, man. I want Walking Dead to come back. I'm tired of waiting for Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's daddy daughter night <laughs> at the red household <laughs> daddy daughter mommy <laughs> mommy be right there with us yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be cool if like, hell of a family show if they had dancing with the dead <laughs> wow. then, then you guys would really have something you can enjoy together <laughs> it's like save out some dvr space for uh dancing with the dead <laughs> Now here's something you're really about. <laughs> That's that random answer. Yeah. Hey, Rocky. <laughs> what me pull a rabbit out of my hat? Again, that trick never works. <laughs> oh man. Um now I was trying to I was planning on watching Actually, I tried to watch. I fell asleep on it. But the the Shonda Rhimes new show, the um, murder, uh, how to get away with murder. Mm. I heard that the I heard that there was there was an article and people were up kind of kind of miffed because uh, Viola Davis' character is married to a white man. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she's having an affair with a black dude, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it's so much an affair with him, but something happened with uh, with a guy, with a black guy. Yeah, she had sex. Well, he, he, well, he was having sex with her. Oh, she got raped. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a scene where he was what? going down on her. Okay. Oh, he was servicing her. Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Definitions, so, uh, definitions. We talked about this last time. Yeah, he, that was, was sex. That's cheating. She no. cheated. She well, cheated with a did, black man. Well, then, yeah, that you didn't say cheated. Yeah. I said affair. You said, well, then you start doing all this, like, no, this said, fine yeah. line stuff. No, I said, you said an affair. I said, yeah. And he said, <laughs> had sex. I said, no, What's not you? sex. Either way, yeah. That's it was what it sex. Was. That's sex. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was an affair or <laughs> not. It depends on how you To me, an affair sex. is something that goes on for a while. I don't okay. know if it was like so a this one is infidelity. T- she cheated with a black man. Yeah. Because when you watch the show and you see how, how what happens with his character later on in the show, you're not sure if that was like for a reason or not. You know what I mean? That's why I said I don't know if it was an affair. I just know that something happened with them, and some she had his her and his character had something going on in court, and you have to see what I'm talking about. To to it's kind of I don't know. I thought it was an affair too until I saw that part. Okay, I really don't care about that part. <laughs> you can wait. It's like she had sex with a black man that was not her white husband. Yes. Okay, there we go. That was my only point. Hey, okay. did, 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 did you think the white husband sucked too? Yeah, like, I, I, you know, I fell asleep before he entered the the show, so I don't. I have to try and watch the show again. 
But I was just, I, I found it curious because I watch a few of her shows, uh, mostly with my wife. Um, and even one that I didn't really follow, I'm, I'm familiar with it. It was the sister show, The Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice. And I just noticed that all of her black characters are in interracial relationships with like the exception of one or two. And the two who are in, are in black on black relationships, they get little, that, that relationship gets little burn. It's like all the other ones get way more precedent than the, and I'm like, does she have a thing against black on black relationships or black men or, or what? Because, um, I mean, I could just go down a list of characters on, from her shows and they're the majority are in interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. The overwhelming majority. Isn't so, she from Seattle? I don't know. Hmm. Well, the show, well, the, the Grey's Anatomy takes place in Seattle. Yes, right? yeah. it does. And I'm not sure where this murder thing takes place. Mm-hmm. And um, private practice, uh, I, it took place in, uh, I believe, L.A. Or yeah, some, some suburb, yeah. So, and like Tay Diggs' character was with all these random, random ass white chicks. And, you know, uh, Isaiah Washington was with the Asian chick. And then they got another black guy on the show a few years later who was involved with the Asian chick. Uh, to me, it seems like she just, does does stuff for controversial reasons. Like a lot of her, just not just with the interracial stuff, but but the the cheating stuff and Carrie Washington, like yeah, like, like everything that that she has her characters doing are going to cause yeah. a stir. Just be to be like gossipy, yeah. so for salaciousness, just for, so, just for so people can talk well, about it, the, which is well, good because is if they're talking about it, they're watching it. I mean, they are melodramas. Yeah, yeah, they are. And, um, it, now, is Scandal, is that a Sandra Rhyme show as well? Yes. yes. Okay. And they all talk fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was this close to getting on Scandal. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was like... You couldn't was, talk fast enough? No, that, 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 was, that was a good part. That, that's the thing I could do. I couldn't get oh. the job. That's what... That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was... Uh, yeah, I, I, they, they said, well, make sure that you watch the show because everyone talks really fast. And so, you know, I watched a couple. I was like, oh, yeah, this is easy. And... Um, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd like that because uh, when you're when you. <clears throat> so it actually is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they, well, yeah, okay. they, they, uh, yeah, they tell you beforehand yeah. uh, that that uh, they want you to make sure that you you keep you keep the rhythm of the show right. going. Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of producers have a certain style of you know um, language that they they have on their shows. Whatever David Milch, I think, is the one that has that that annoying double talk back talk thing that um that he did on like nypd blue and uh deadwood and different things like that that used to drive me crazy <laughs> like nobody talks like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like and i was like it's like for the life i used to think it was just me because nobody else complained and nobody else really understood what i was talking about and finally, one, uh, one day I looked it up online and I saw like a, a whole bunch of other people. So I was like, okay, it's not just me. Good, I'm not crazy. It It is a thing. He definitely has this way of writing. It's like I can, it's like you can just, it's very distinctive. You know, it's character, they, you know, talk like, kind of like beating around the bush sort of. The way, the way they talk. They talk around about, you know, they don't speak directly. It's, it's just this weird thing they use a whole bunch of extra words to you know <laughs> fill in spaces yeah yeah did you, did you ever crazy. See, did you ever see that uh youtube video where uh this guy orders pancakes in uh, deadwood style i think he showed that to yeah, me oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure he did 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Gilmore Girls also is another show where everyone just talked really fast and uh, picked up. Like, it was like, as soon as the first person finished talking, boom, 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 boom. And usually, it's usually, the, the thing that I find unusual about a scandal is usually the picking up the cues and stuff, talking real fast, it's usually done in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, so I, like I was, Seinfeld or something. Yeah, Seinfeld, yeah. They, they, they spoke like that, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, usually stuff that, that's comedic is done quickly. And then, you know, a lot, a lot of times, a lot of times they have to tell us, like, because actors want to take their moment mm-hmm. and pause dramatically. <laughs> and they'll tell us, pick up the cues. And uh, we'll argue. Our character would talk like say, "Pick up the cues." I tell you, show I like the uh, the language that actually is, it is the language that pulled me into it. Dawson's Creek, mm. their language was uh, it was super witty. They had a lot of witty repartee between the characters and whatever else, and it was it was just no, it wasn't realistic, especially for a bunch of young people. Mm-hmm. But it was entertaining. I liked it, and uh, it pulled, that's what pulled me in. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they don't they don't speak like that on Grey's Anatomy though. I think at times they might, but for the most part, I don't think they speak super fast. Well, some yeah, some of the characters did like Christina and and um, Dr. Gray when they got to talking together. I don't know. I, it's just something I noticed. I think they I, have I their moments, but not like Scandal, where it's right. like yeah. And this I, new one, this new one, they do the same thing. I know they wanted me to deadpan when I did uh, when I did Grey's Anatomy. I was wearing a I was wearing a hazmat suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> and they're yeah. like, uh, "Okay, do it just like you did in the audition. Just, just uh, uh, deadpan." I'm like, "Really?" Saying, <laughs> <laughs> and and then he, uh, I, I was like, "Somebody had to call and tell me that I was on because I didn't recognize me." <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, anyway, um, well, I guess that is it. I guess that's it for today. Some TV talk. And, uh, I, keep, I feel like I'm, I'm missing something or there's something I wanted to say or whatever. I can't, but I I don't know. <laughs> Did we get to watch you pull a rabbit out of your hat? <laughs> <laughs> Saw a woman in half. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I mean, nothing I can't wait. Nothing that's just. But uh, also, um, this is going to be our last show for uh, September which was a sickle cell awareness month. So I hope that uh, we did our part in bringing some awareness to the community and any of you people who might have traits or could possibly have traits or have it in your family when got tested or will do that before you procreate before you marry, find out if your uh, spouses or your intended has a, uh, has the trait just so you'll be aware because you know it doesn't necessarily mean that the child will have it, but it's something that you should be aware of. And you know. and don't forget, you can donate year round. That's right, you can donate year round, not just during September. <laughs> <laughs> September might be sickle cell awareness month, but uh, they collect for sickle cell all year round. Yeah, don't mean don't mean forget when it's October. That's right. <laughs> it don't mean oh oh. No, I didn't pay. I didn't give anything in September, and now it's October. It's too late. No, it's never too late. <laughs> never, 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 never. And um, also, I want to give a shout out to Tara Lynn from uh, Digging Discography for her uh, nomination for uh, Best Music Blog. So I would like to give that up to her. There you go. 
And also, uh, shout out to Aaron B. from the Black Astronauts for his nomination for uh, Best Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. And for uh, this is Dino Red for Damon Stanford and Sherazar. Good night. Good night. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit.